Hello and welcome to this episode of the Comic Vacation Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Omir, and I am not here with my co-writing, co-hosting cohort, the man, the myth, the legend, G-Money, because he is on vacation with his family, a much-needed R&R. So before we get started, I just wanted to say we here at the Comic Vacation Podcast are very sorry about, to our audio listeners about the last uh podcast the audio was not up to par for us but um what happened was uh the file was too big to put on our rss feed so i had to uh uh compress it and that takes away from the audio quality unfortunately so um we are very sorry about that so it was on me i'm very sorry uh, we will try to keep it to keep them shorter, so uh, we won't have that problem problem in the future. Um, all right, so n- now that that's all said and done, uh, let's get started. Uh, where is that desktop? There we go. All right. So we're gonna start out with some SDCC news, San Diego Comic Con. First up, we got some nucleus. Um, exclusives and they got some exclusive prints they have eight but they've only shown four of them so far so these are the four right here they do not have the uh the price form yet but uh yeah they look pretty cool i mean not really my thing but hey to each their own right all right um Hollows Bend are going to have a scripted podcast at the con. Um, sounds like it's going to be probably like a panel, but uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. But um, it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, if you're a panel person, you, uh, of course, it also depends on if it's a panel. But uh, yeah, seems interesting. Um, the Dragon Prince, I, I love that show. Um, is heading to Comic Con. They're actually going to show some uh, footage from it, uh, like, and they're also they're probably hasn't been announced yet, but they're probably going to have a panel with some of the uh, talent and the, the writers and the creative teams. Again, it hasn't been uh, announced yet, but it's almost definitely going to happen. I mean, it'd be stupid to like. Um, bring bring uh, sneak previews and stuff and not have a panel. Alright, so next let's see what's under the tent. Um, uh, there's not really much here. Uh, the Misfits, so they're going to have some, yesterday's going to have some uh, The Misfits exclusives. Doesn't look like they've shown them yet, though. Uh... So RBEM will have a, uh, oop, there we go. <laughs> All right, uh, Bonnie Gordon is coming to the exclusive, uh, is coming to San Diego Comic-Con. So if you like her, check her out. Yeah, here we go. They, uh, yesterday is gonna have some Misfits exclusives. Uh, they haven't shown them off yet, but hopefully we'll see them pretty soon. Uh, Ray Bradbury Experience Museum is going to have a booth at the con. Uh, doesn't look like it says which booth, though. But it's, it looks like he'll be there for the whole con. 
So Clutch Media's uh, group is seeking individuals to work on the convention as brand ambassadors. Uh, they are hiring one lead for $350 a day, plus four staff for $300 a day, with a per diem uh, for meals, reimbursement for parking. Um, usually these also come with badges. I'm not sure how long you'd be working. If it's an all-day thing, or if it's a, but some most uh, most uh, volunteers. Uh, although this isn't a volunteer, this is for hire, so it might be all day. Uh, you do need uh, a current smiling headshot, uh, latest event photo, a vaccine card and booster, uh, promo resume, and a few sentences about yourself and why you'd be a great fit. So. That's what they want from you. And you can send it to this, Christy at kpgeventstaffing.com. Anyways, uh, Frankenhorse is putting on the hashtag sexy back in vampires with the, <laughs> the new stickers. Oh, okay, there we go. So it looks like, is, what is that, an exclusive? Or? I'm not sure if it's an exclusive or just something they're bringing. Uh, on the flip side of that, boycott, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, Be Cute is putting on the cute, in, uh, God. they need to stop doing these puns, um, so yeah, they're bringing some stickers, uh, while we ping, yeah, convention, okay, so Boss Logic will be at, we know where, okay, Boss Logic will be at the convention, and he'll be at SMZ Comics, all right. Uh, let's see here. Monkey Kid and Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realm screenwriter Jeremy Adams mentioned he'd be at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this year. So that's cool. Uh, Captain Action, the classic action figure created in the 19th, in 1966, has long been San Diego Comic-Con and may say thanks to marketing strategies. So it looks like he'll still be there. That's cool. Looks like he's gonna have uh he's he's gonna moderate two panels. Alright, that's cool. Uh Storm King Comics revealed that they will be hosting a panel on John Carpenter uh John Carpenter's Tales of Science Fiction Civilians. Uh one okay. Uh, Mark Roseland, VP of Aspen Comics, announced that you can stop by the uh, official Aspen Comics panel on Saturday, July 23rd. I am there then, but uh, I'm not sure if I'd go to this one. Uh, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. in room 4. Uh, Pure Gold, a short film in which a desperate father is tempted by something precious, will be screening on Saturday, July 3rd as part of the Comic-Con International Film Festival. Well, that'll be, I mean, if you, you're into that kind of thing, go for it. Uh, one of the, one of our favorite artists, uh, Chrissy Zulo, will definitely be at the convention center. Okay, she'll be there. Uh, Jeff Pena has been working on a new sketch cover. Oh, dude, that actually looks kind of cool. It's Spider-Man. 
Rich, uh, oh God, a doke revealed that he'll be at the convention center with a lot of stuff. So I'm guessing he'll be uh, announcing that stuff later. Uh, artist Drew Zucker also seems to have plans uh, with the comic company as he posted that he will be, oh, so he'll, I guess he'll be at, uh, what was it? Um, Wait, where? With the comic, is the comics company the name of the, whatever? He'll also be at, at Dark Horse and whatnot. Um, writer Ed uh, Brisson will be at San Diego Comic Con this year as well as C2E2. All right, uh, looks like he'll be doing some signings as well. Um, Arctic Press will be exhibiting at the convention at booth 2307, where you'll be able to meet their whole crew, plus Ben Dunn, Fred uh, Perry, David Hutchinson, Brian Denham, and Hiroshi Kan Kanantani. So if you, uh, if you like any of those guys, check out Arctic Press at 2307. And Eisner nominated writer uh, Christopher Sabella announced that he will not be going to the comm this year. Oh. Not sure why he's so happy about it. Who doesn't want to go to the comm? Anyways, um. Alex, some some Alex Ross uh, exclusives they showed him. This awesome Batman uh, is three hundred ninety five dollars, and you go to join. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be it's sold out before you get to the con, so you have to go online to actually get it. And I'm guessing you pick it up at the con. Um, uh, he also has a Batman one twenty one. I'm sorry, one twenty five. Alex Ross variant for thirty dollars. Um, looks like you can pre-order it. Uh, Pre-orders will open on June twenty-fourth on his website. All right, so that's it for that. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Factory Entertainment had a couple of new um, exclusives. This. Uh, What's it called? A Jurassic World Blue Revo, which is $12. I think it's $12. And you can buy it online now. They also have these uh, Jurassic World bandages. So bandages. Oh, these puns are killing me, guys. They really are. Uh, they are $8 for the back. Oh, I wish this thing would start moving. There we go. Uh, I had to tell you, I'm not that impressed with Factory Entertainment stuff. Uh, Master of the Universe or Revolution Power Sword Bottle Opener. Because, oh man. Yeah, I, I'm not real like enthused about Factory Entertainment this year. I had to tell you. Good lord, could they have named their something, their, could they have named their business something harder? Holzemeyer, 
Olzamir, I don't know, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives, uh, they got this, uh, what is it? So I guess it's a, I have no idea. It's, uh, each convention, oh, home food will receive a free limited edition, I'm, no, Oh, okay. It's a charmed, uh, like gifts pack. It's eighty dollars with a retail. So it's eighty dollars with a retail value of one hundred and fifty. Says who? Um, I mean, it's got some. Some of the pens are cool. To be honest, I I don't care. <laughs> Has anyone cared about charmed in the last uh, how many years? Uh, I'm I'm sorry if you love Charmed, but let's face facts, Charmed is over. <laughs> All right. Um. So, Patrick Ballesteros has this Water Boy and Coach Evil pin set. Uh, it looks like it's fifteen dollars at the con. Yeah. I like what Patrick Ballesteros does. He does some really cool stuff. So. It's just giving you some, uh, this is just giving you some different ideas on what to do instead of like, you know, Uber or whatever to, um, the, you know, to, to get to your hotel and stuff. They have a free shuttle, uh, MTS, a bus, a bus and trolley. I mean, these things are very cheap. You just gotta, you find the right one to take, um, Taxis are still going to be cheaper than uh, Ubers because you're pretty much always going to have to uh, deal with uh, surge pricing while you're at the con. It's just how it is, unfortunately. Um, uh, pedicabs. See, now here's the problem with pedicabs. Um, a lot of times you might get like someone who actually will kind of screw you over and like... Uh, You'll get charged more than uh, like you agreed upon, and there's really nothing you can do about it, except for like you know, like basically it'll be uh you she said uh he said type of thing. What what I would do if you're gonna take a pedicab, because usually they have the um the prices on the side of the pedicab. Take a picture of the prices before you get into the pedicab, because a lot of times what they'll do is while they're dry, while they're like moving they'll actually change the prices so when you get out they'll tell you oh this is how much you owe me but it, uh, the price was like way lower and sometimes they double or even triple your uh, price and it's crazy so yeah excuse me they can be a fun thing to do but you, you can get screwed pretty easily anyways uh, the, the trolleys are starting to get wrapped. That's always a fun thing to see, but I mean, not super important. Um, I'll go to this in a second. First, let's, uh, cause these, uh, these next ones, I don't think are, have a lot on them. Uh, who is it? Uh, oh God. Uki, Ukiyo E Heroes has some San Diego exclusives. Whew. Some of these guys need to really think about the names that they're naming their shit. They're at Small Press at uh, J06. And they have the Mecha Cat pin. 
Ghost Ops White. Uh, it looks pretty cool. How much is it? Okay, so it's 20 bucks. It's a little bit pricey, in my opinion, for a pen. I mean, it might be a big pen. I don't know. Um, the bus schedule has come out for uh, the free shuttle. Uh, I'm not going to go into it really that much because the fact of the matter is not much has changed. I don't think anything really has changed. So, yeah. If you, if you know the bus schedule, you, you know it already. So, um, Cinequest um, has their con exclusives. And if you buy con exclusives, you get this tote bag with it. And then, it, like, here's some looks, looks at their uh, offerings. They have this uh, Lord of the Rings convention pack for 65 bucks. Looks like you get a, uh, rand, a, a random original toy biz, Lord of the Rings action figure, and Entertainment Earth exclusive Gandalf the White wooden plush puppet. I'm guessing that's this right here. A random. I, I guess you don't. You don't know which one you're gonna get. Uh, uh, Kane's Film Festival, Lord of the Rings, One Ring, and Elven Penny set. So there we go. That, that's that right there. Um, and a long out of print Mecha Legolas Spiral Bound Journal. So there you go. And you get all that for sixty five bucks. And then we have the uh, Supernatural Convention Pack, which is fifty five dollars. And it looks like, I'm not even going to read all this. This looks like, well, you know what, I'll read it, I'll read it. Uh, so the family, uh, containing uh, QMX Q-Pals 8-inch plush. So, there. Oh, Sam and Dean. A SDCC uh, Cinequest Hallmeister distribution exclusive. Uh, Kestrel keychain, so right there. Um, a SDCC Cinequest exclusive Swan Song uh, diecast card. See that thing looks so sweet. I want that. Um, and uh, where was I? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, an army magazine. Okay, and a random issue of Titan Magazine's official Supernatural magazine. So that's what that is. You know, I'm glad I read that because I would actually guess that would might be like a might be a comic book or something. Uh, anyways, moving on, we have the Buffy and Angel uh, summer convention pack, which is seventy five dollars, and it's let's see what it's got in it. Um. A Cinequest uh, exclusive Grave Spike 6-inch. So I guess that's him right there. A action figure. A Benson Entertainment exclusive Triangle Tara 6-inch figure. So it's got to be her right there. Um, an Angel Mini Bust. Oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, Cordelia, Angel, Mindia Bust. Um, Boom Studios, exclusive, 25 years of comic book. So that's, uh, I guess, oh, that must be the Boom Studios one, right? Because that one's Dark Horse. 
and random dark horse uh, or idw buffy comic books so that's that right there all right and what's wait what's this what i'm did i miss something hmm you know what ah to be honest i don't know what that is whatever it's part of it and it's it's all 75 bucks anyways moving on so under the tents this will be the end of this one um so zach kaplan will be in the exhibit hall at Folk comics and top cow so if you like zach thomas i'm sorry zach kaplan i don't know why i said zach thomas <laughs> um uh jeff pina shared some work in progress uh was pretty cool <laughs> so dude vader uh has confirmed on twitter that douglas marcy uh marcida history channels forged in fire weapons expert will be a special guest on his sdcc uh panel star wars santa Maria universe so I don't know. If you like that guy, check him out. Um, let's see here. So, looks like Morgan, no crop, no cops in school. <laughs> what? Wait, why is that there? Morgan Leslie uh, is preparing for her critter drops at SDCC this year. Um... Hannah Rose, uh, Hannah Rose May will be at the con this year to promote her new comic book, Rogues Gallery, from Image Comics. Um, I think, I feel, I feel like I put that in one of my pull lists. I'm not 100% sure. But this definitely, um... I'd have to check to see. I might check to see what World Gallery is. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I put this in my pull list, and I'm pretty sure I put this on my uh, my list of uh, variant covers that I think are going to come out. And I think th this actually backs that up a lot. Uh, uh, stop by... Symbiote Studios booth to play rock, scissor, paper with uh, Catnip Bravo this year. You'll find some nifty exclusives, uh, which they'll be announcing next week. As always, we'll also find lots of free pin, lots of free pins and merch when you stop by the booth. <sighs> Excuse me. And that's uh, at Symbiote Studios at thirty two forty nine. I might I might just stop by there. I always love me some free shit. Um, Archie comic artist and writer Dan Parent is going to be at the con this year. Looks like he has plans. Uh, booth at uh, the convention. He has plans. Plans booth. The fuck is plans booth? At the I guess he. Mm. Anyways, so it looks like he'll be there. He'll definitely be at the con. It it looks like he'll be at the con and 
and the uh, same STCC museum. So check them both out. Marvel artist Peter uh, V. Uh, New. I forget how to pronounce that. Uh, Nugent, I believe, maybe something like that. Um, showed off his latest magic sticker. Oh, dude, that looks fucking sick. Might want to get that. So he'll be at uh, table HH20. Uh, dude, I might have to take note of that. Uh, independent comic book uh, grading service, CGC Comics, will be hosting a sh private signing. Okay. Uh, with uh, DC artist Daniel uh, Samper and Br uh, Bruno uh, Redondo. God. Uh, at SDCC this year, uh, each artist will ha also have uh, remarks you can buy at the table. So they'll have stuff for you to get to sign. Uh, exclusive editor uh, Mello Brown, whose credit um, credits include American Gods, Blade Runner Origins, and major blockbuster anime series from Netflix that is currently deep in productions overseas which we just found out today to be Dragon Age, oh, Dragon Age, uh, tweeted that he will not be at San Diego Comic-Con this year due to scheduling conflicts, filling me. God damn it. Kind of want to hear about Dragon Age. Uh, last but certainly far from least today, indie bookstore Mysterious Galaxy announced via their website that they will be back at SDCC this year. They'll be holding author signings at booth 1119 and the autograph area during the con, so stay tuned for more details. That'll be cool. I'll do that. I, I gotta tell you, I always love a good, uh, a good art. Like artist creator signing, I, I actually got a um, in two thousand nineteen. I got uh, a uh, Yushimbo uh, Yushagi Yushagio. Yeah, I can never pronounce that. The bunny from the Twin <laughs> Ninja Turtles. But uh, yeah, I got one of his comics and it had a crossover with a tick, and I got the voice actor of the tick to sign in. It, it, oh, dude, it's so cool. I love getting I I love getting my comics signed, dude. Anyways, moving on. So we're done with the uh with the news SDCC news for today, or I guess this week, really. All right. Oh man. So next up, pre uh Cobra Crack uh Cobra Kai creators target Duke Nugum uh movie adaptation. Uh I'm bringing this up because I don't know why. <laughs> not not I don't know why I'm bringing it up. I don't know why it's happening. Does anyone give a shit about Duke Nukem anymore? Don't get me wrong. Duke Nukem was really cool back in the day. It really was. It was something that, like, all guys, like, wanted to play uh, because it had, you know, bad words in it. It had, uh, like, just weird content. It had uh, a raunchy uh, stuff in it. But, I mean, d who cares anymore? 
is like no one really gives a shit anymore. I mean, when was the last time Duke Nukem had, had a big impact on anyone's life? No one. I mean, if you ask people like who are in the younger generations, because you gotta remember, I'm I'm 39. This was a game that was that kind of defined my childhood. But again, I'm 39. <laughs> This is not something that's new. This is not something that's innovative. And it just does not need a movie adaptation. Because it's not going to do well. I can guarantee you. It's going to get shit on. And for good reason. You can't have it. I mean, the, Duke Nukem never had a distinctively good plot. It... it, it it was 100% built up on um, just shock value type of stuff. And why on earth would anyone care? I mean, nowadays, why? Why is this getting an adaptation? There are so many video games that could get a really good adaptation. Why the fuck don't you give me a, like, a live-action Assassin's Creed movie? That, that uh, Assassin's Creed, like most of them, have at least a, a decent plot to them. I mean, maybe not some of the newer ones, but because they've totally cut out the like, uh, the like in um, the in the real world part portions. But I mean, they, it still is. It's an interesting concept. This is no longer an interesting concept. This is Mars attacks with a uh, with a guy with a, sh a potty mouth. That's it. No one fucking cares. <laughs> so yeah, I I just wanted to bring that up because I just thought it was really fucking weird that they were giving this a movie adaptation, or or at least the Cobra Kai creator wants to give it a movie adaptation. Because again, why? I don't know. I don't understand. It just, it doesn't need to exist. All right, moving on. Uh, Shang-Chi star, uh, oh, good Lord. I, I feel bad about butchering this guy's name. Uh, Simu Li, Simu Lu, Liao, I don't know. Anyways, um, he got harassed at a uh, signing event. And the thing is, this kind of, like uh this i want to say it, it kind of uh like bleeds into con type of stuff because like uh it it was from autograph hunters people who go out and search for these autographs and dude if you're gonna if you're gonna go get an autograph that's great I have no, I don't even have problems with autograph hunters, even though you know they're gonna sell it like two minutes later. Um, but you still need to be a good person. You still need to treat people with like some kind of decorum that they deserve. This guy came out, like took it to time out of his busy schedule to sign your shit. Just be nice to him. 
Like, I, I don't understand him. You're asking him to do something for you. Do not be a jackass. And this goes for everybody. Like, nowadays, like, stars have to be really worried. Like, famous people have to be really worried about the person they're sitting across from now because you never know what might happen. I mean, what was that? Trask Chase just had, like, some guy jump up on the stage with him during a panel like, why would you do that? Why? No one paid to see you. People paid to see Trash Taste. People paid, well, I don't know if they paid for his autograph, but people showed up, stood in line to get this guy's autograph. Why are you being a jackass about it? It's just, it's not cool. It doesn't make you, it doesn't make you edgy. It doesn't make you a cool person. It just makes you a jackass. And that's, and I mean, it really does piss me off because I've been in like lines where, I mean, people just like are acting up like, like it's a right to this person's time. You don't have a right to that person's time. The only thing you have a right to is what they give you a right to. And uh, I don't know, just... It, this article really pissed me off. I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm gonna move on because, oh man, this one really did piss me off. I, uh, I got high blood pressure. I'll need to be doing this, but yeah, like some, may, some people may say that, oh, he, he should be, li he should lighten up about these types of things. No, no, he shouldn't lighten up about these types of things. I mean, he needs to protect himself. He needs to, and and he has every right to treat someone who treats him badly. He has every right to treat them with no respect. If you, if you, if I treat you with no respect, you have a right to treat me with no respect. That's my that's my view on things. And he was not treated with respect, and he, so he needs to show zero respect. He doesn't have to show any respect, in my opinion. Anyways. Moving on, because I'm going to smack someone if I don't. Um, so Halo Infinite campaign co-op is launching too late. No fucking shit. This game has been out for almost a year now. Like, I think it came out last, uh, shit, when did it come out? It came out a while ago. Uh, does it say when it came out? Yeah, it came out, it launched in November of 2021. I mean, it's, let's see, we're what? Right now we're in June, so June, July, August, September, October, November. It's been out for like six months. Six, six seven months, something like that. And we're just now starting to think, okay, we... Maybe we should give the the people what they want. Like Garrett and I talked about this, I think, in the last podcast when we were talking about um, campaign length. You need to start shipping out your goddamn games fully complete. They're shipping them out and like just and just giving us shit later. It needs to stop. I get I I get that you want to make money, but. The best way to make really good money is to make a really good product. Like, I mean, look at GTA 5. Yeah. 
that game has stayed around forever. And the re part of the reason was it was shipped out complete. But they kept building on that completeness and just made it so much better. And, I mean, most, most games don't do that. Most publishers don't do that anymore. And it's annoying. It really is. I mean, they're too focused on getting things from loot boxes. They're too, uh, they're too, uh, they're too focused on getting money from battle passes to actually finish the game. And th as a consumer, I'm like, why do I keep buying this? And the and the problem is that almost all games do it now. So my options are either buy the unfinished game. Or don't buy games anymore. Because almost all of them do it. And there's really no way to tell if something's going to be shipped out in a complete form. And uh, Garrett... Oh, God, I said Garrett again. G-Money, um, he always... He said, like, last time, he said... Uh, I, I had a point here. He said that, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the release date, uh, you know update is one of the most annoying things on the planet and it is because you uh, by giving a release date update that's almost that's almost or sometimes even bigger than the actual game itself in size you are saying you failed in in delivering a good game to begin with that's what you're saying because if you delivered a good game to begin with, you shouldn't have that much to fix on the fucking opening day. That, dude, I picked I picked ninety nine ninety percent of the shit I picked out to talk about today is just gonna piss me the fuck off. I'm just saying. I mean, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't get why it's so difficult for anybody to to get it through their skulls that you need to the product that you put out should be finished i mean would you go to the store and buy a half uh half baked uh a half baked uh loaf of bread no you wouldn't would you go to the store and buy a half grown orange some little ass green a yellow or green thing no you wouldn't but we are going to the we are going well we're you're probably buying it online, but you are going online and buying a half-cooked, half-baked, half-created game. And they do it every goddamn time, and we keep, like, just shelling out the money for it. And at some point, we got to think to ourselves, okay, is this going to... Is this going to continue if I keep buying games? And it probably is. The only way this stops is if we say fuck it and start boycotting games, really. And that's never going to happen. There's always going to be those guys who buy the game and then they're happy with uh, with whatever bullshit they get. And then they're waiting half a year to get a co-op campaign that they were promised on day one. And I don't know what to tell you. Because, again, the only way to stop it is for enough people to say, fuck this, I'm voting with my wallet. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna show these people that I don't need Halo Infinite if they're not gonna ship me a full game. And like I said, it, it's never gonna happen. Not once, because there are always gonna be enough people who are just okay with the dribble that they give us. All right. Well, I'm I'm, I'm mad again. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, oh, finally something I can be happy about. Um, I don't know if you know this. I'm a huge Saints Row fan. Uh, there, so the Saints Row demo is going to have a full-fledged uh, boss factory character creation demo. So um, if you know anything about Saints Row, you know that it's huge on character creation. Like I have created some... Uh, some interesting character like i created this like completely green guy who was buff in a suit and had and had a had a, like a a japanese style bun like you know you know the type of bun i'm sure you probably know the type of bun and it had like it had like chopsticks in it with a uh with an oriental type of uh uh pattern like it's a type of cloth pattern coming out of it it, it was freaking hilarious <laughs> and um I, i've made a lot of different like really interesting looking guys with this thing that they, they, they have a really unique really unique uh really expansive like uh customer uh or customer uh custom creation for uh, your character and i think that's really cool like you don't get that in a lot of places where you, you you can just make whatever the fuck you want like there's very little like uh that's just completely out of the realm of possibility and like i had one guy who was completely well not completely he had an underwear on but like he was completely i i i i matched the color of his underwear with the color of the skin i it's like he was completely naked, but yeah, like I love doing that in uh, games, just making the weirdest shit you could find. And uh, so yeah, it's cool that, and it's cool that they're doing that. And this is gonna be a reboot, so um, hopefully they'll keep a lot of the main characters in there. Like if, if Johnny Gats is in there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go nuts. I'm gonna. I'll still buy the game, but I'm going to go now. <laughs> God, God willing, it'll actually be a finished game. Um, let's hear. Is there anyone else? Let, I'll, I think Johnny Gass would be the only one where if he wasn't in there, I'd be se severely upset. I mean, there are other people where I'd like him to be in there, but Johnny Gass is guy. Johnny Gats, he needs to be in there. No no one wants a Saints Row game without Johnny Gats. And if you do, I, I don't know, man. You, you're a fake uh, Saints Row fan. I don't know what to tell you. Because Johnny Gats is quite possibly the best cr character create, ever created in for, for a comedy type of game. And, oh man, I want this. I want this. I wonder if the demo's already out. 
don't know. When is, I'm going to have to check to see if the demo's out. Also, hopefully it's on all systems. Anyways, um, so yeah, it looks like it's, I mean, I'm sure it's Saints Row. I'm sure it'll be really cool, really funny, really fun. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's move along. All right. So I put this one on here uh, because I have a feeling that it's going to go down a uh, bad path with the public. Um. So in Moon Knight is going in uh what is it uh Moon Knight Black White and Blood number two, he's gonna ask Doctor Strange to help him uh get rid of his dis uh dissociative uh, identity disorder. I have a feeling that this has the potential to go really wrong fast. Um, if you remember The Witcher. Um, the first season of The Witcher. I forget the I forget the character's name now. Um, the one who was a who, the one who became the witch, but ha at, at first she was a she was you know she had a physical disorder, and um, the the public kind of got really pissed, especially the left got really pissed that. Like she went to such lengths to get rid of her physical deformity, and um, and the reason they were getting mad was they felt it was saying that there's something wrong with that, and I think this could be taken the same way. I really do. I mean, like it could be taken like by certain groups as uh, there's something seriously like he's saying there's something seriously wrong. With being with having dissociative uh, dissociative uh, identity disorder, and obviously, personally, I don't believe that's true. People have uh, disorders, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I could see how people could make the uh, make the argument that this is not promoting uh, good things. That this might be considered ableist an ableist uh, story arc. Um, again, I'm not sure I would agree with that. Um, but I can see how it might look that way. Like, because here's the thing. If you have one of these disorders and it negatively affects your life, you probably would go out of your way to try to get rid of it if you could. And in terms of like things like comic books, there are it opens ways to actually do that but i mean obviously in the real world you can't just magically poof away dissociative uh, identity disorder but in the comic books maybe you can maybe dr strange could do it but i can see why people would argue that maybe maybe that it seems like a little bit of an ableist uh uh story arc and i can see this playing out really badly for Moon Knight and I don't want it to play out really badly for Moon Knight because I like Moon Knight I like him as a character he's very um, he's very uh, interesting as a character but I, I, I'm worried 
Let's put it that way. I'm I'm very, very worried that this is going to go very, very wrong uh, for Marvel and for Moon Knight. So hopefully I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. But, I mean, let's face facts. The media takes things seriously that they don't really need to. And uh, we'll see what happens. But I just wanted to put that out there that I could see how this might go really badly really fast. All right, let's uh, let's just go ahead and move on. Okay, so we got two two segments left. The uh, this one and pull of the week. This one, um, I I know some people are going to be like, "Why the hell are you talking about Sword Art Online? Who cares about Sword Art Online?" Um, because, and the only reason I'm talking about this is because I think it highlights uh, something that's really really bad with any kind of fandom. Um. And that's the hate you can get for being in a fandom or the uh, love or the excessive love that's over-exaggerated. Well, this one's all, this article is only about the hate. Um, but I think both of them can really be like really toxic. Like if you look at SAO in general, like there's no middle ground, no middle ground at all. You either love or you hate it. And I mean, there there's some middle ground because I I'm in the middle ground. I look at Sao and I think of it as the most mid like anime that I've ever seen. Like it has plot holes, it has like it definitely has story problems, but it's not bad. It's it's watchable. It's uh, it doesn't ha- doesn't have the best characters, but doesn't have the worst either. Um, it, to me, it's literally the definition of a mid anime, and yet there's half half the people love it like it's their own child, and then the other people, other half the people think it's, I don't know, the tool of devil or some shit. And I don't understand why. Well, I understand to an extent, but. Like, I don't get why it really needs to be that way, except for people get, like, the people who like it get really uh, territorial, and then the people who hate it are probably, uh, like, half of them are trolls, and half of them are, uh, are just hating on it because they feel they have the right to hate on it. I mean, I would argue, like, how much of the actual show have the people who hate on it seen? And, I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't understand the people who love it either, but the people who hate on it, I swear to God, they act like people who love it, like, murdered somebody. <laughs> they really do. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, and don't, and again, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I love SAO, I'm not saying I hate SAO, it's a mid-anime. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing too wrong with it. There's nothing too right with it. But uh, the way people give uh, give it shit, and this happens with a lot of fandoms, it really does. If you hate it, it's the worst thing in the world, and it must be stopped. And no one should like it. And if they do like it, they're wrong. They're really wrong. But if you love it, it's the best thing in the world. 
and the people who hate it are, are wrong. They're really wrong. There's no middle ground. Why is there no middle ground? People like for part of me thinks it's people like just who can't get out of that political uh, mind frame and they're bringing it into the fandoms because if you're if you're right wing, you got to be crazy white right wing to the point of you thinking that you're going to uh, build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. And if you're left wing, you're so far left wing that you think you're going to get rid of guns, even though half the country doesn't want to. You're still going to do it, though. I mean, it makes no sense. And and just like that, this makes no sense. The hate makes no sense. The love really doesn't make any sense. Like, you're allowed to love what you love, but, like, why? <laughs> it, it's not the, it's a mid-anime. Mid. And people who give it too much hate are just, they, they seem to me like just bandwagon people who are hating it for the sake of, because they're allowed to. And it's something they can shit on and get away with it. And the people who love it, uh, I mean, love what you want, but it's not the best anime. It's just not. It's got plot holes. It's got, uh, it's got, <laughs> it's got mediocre characters it's got uh it's got one of the like one of the things i hate most of any of anything's trying to push over like someone is evil it's got a oh i'm gonna rape you scene and here's the thing that doesn't in, in it that doesn't absolutely make me hate uh, anime but it comes close like it, there are anime that i love that use that but like uh, what was it, the uh, Skeleton Knight, then in the new one that just came out, I'm loving that one, but they did have some like portions where they used that trope, and I absolutely hate it. I don't want it to be used. There are other ways to like push villainy than doing that, but um, yeah. So I just I want people to really stop and think about why they hate something, why they love something. Now again, I'm not I'm not trying to hate on the like the people who love this anime. If you love the anime, love it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with loving something that other people hate. But if you hate on this anime, if you really hate on this anime, are you being serious that this is the worst anime? There are way worse animes. There are. I'm not saying that that makes this one okay, but like there are way worse animes. This one is a mid anime. This one is the definition of a mid anime. <laughs> so so before you go on the like uh, Twitter or Facebook or whatever bullshit people are like posting on right now and post something stupid about Sao, just remember. In another world with a smartphone exists. <laughs> That's a shit anime. <laughs> I I know. I've watched it, and I watched it so far that I'm like, this can't be that bad. Maybe maybe I even thought to myself, it's so bad that they probably changed the source material. I went to the source material. 
it was bad. I went to the light novel. I read midway through the light novel. It was absolute gutter trash. And you're giving this and you're giving this crap. Fuck off. Fuck off. This is a mid anime. And it's getting hate like it's it was fucking written by Lucifer himself. And speaking, I, I talked about trash taste earlier. Trash taste like just hates on this so bad. And I'm like, why? Why you guys don't even uh, you guys don't even listen to anime anymore or watch anime anymore? <laughs> yet you yet you're gonna fucking uh, diss on a uh, Sao. Oh no! All right, let's move on because I'm I I was happy with uh, Saints Row and that too. My I I should have put this one before Saints Row. I was so happy with Saints Row. All right, so pull of the week, guys. Pull of the week. First one's up. I, I decided to do two this week because uh, G Money's not here, so I just decided I'll do two of my own. Uh, so you guys still get two. Um, first one is Samurai Sonia number one. So Sonia's a uh, a series from uh, uh, I believe Dynamite. I think it's Dynamite. Uh, I'm almost positive this time, like, but now, now I'm like, now I'm like tripping myself up. Maybe it's not dynamite. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter. Oh yeah, it's dynamite. It's dynamite, and it releases uh, June twenty second. Anyways, <sighs> I mean, why samurai Sonia? Come on, it's a hot chick who's a samurai. I mean, I, I don't feel I need to put a lot of effort into explaining why this should be, like, awesome. Um, I don't think it's, like, I, I don't expect this to have, like, the most inspiring plot or anything like that. But the art is on point. It's a hot samurai chick. I don't see how you go seriously wrong with this. Like, you'd have to do something really bad to fuck this up. So, yeah, just uh, check it out if you want to. Especially if you're a guy. Especially if you're a younger guy who wants to see a hot samurai chick. Um, I, I think, I really do think it should be, uh, it should be pretty cool to check out. Um, yeah, so let's move on to the next one. And the next one, we talked about Black Adam in the uh, last podcast about the rocks uh movie that's coming out for it um i think black adam is going to get big i think he's going to become part of the dc universe i wouldn't be surprised if he's featured in a uh, shazam movie in the near future um i just think that because the rock is portraying him and he's such a uh, great actor that Black Adam's going to get big. This is a one of 12. It's a limited series. Um, and if they do good with this series, I, I definitely see this being one of the premier series for Black Adam, just because it's also coming out around the same time as uh, a uh, Black Adam live-action movie that stars The Rock. I really do think that that movie is going to... A lot of people are gonna like it, and um, I don't know. I just, I really do want 
that uh, I, I want people to love that movie because I like The Rock, I like Black Adam, and I think that this is gonna be and like I feel like it almost has to be good because uh, it's coming out at the same time as the movie. They have to put in their A game because um, it'd be stupid not to. You have a movie coming out about it. Why wouldn't you? And you have a limited series that's 12 books. So 12 books, assuming that they're coming out once a month, that's a year. So, I mean, you're going to have, like, this thing coming out all the whole time the movie is being watched, really, in the movie theater. So, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's going to be a good pull. I really do. Because I think at this point you have to put your A-game into this because the movie's coming out. But yeah. So uh, check it out if you get some time. Uh, so let's just go. So I guess we're done with that. Uh, stop sharing. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, that's the podcast for this week. Uh, hopefully G Money will be back for next week. Uh, I can't promise anything because I don't know exactly when he's coming uh, back from his vacation. I think it's towards the end of this week, but well, I guess it would be. No, no, it would be this week, but um, we'll see. Hopefully he's back, and if not, you'll just have to deal with me again. I'm sorry. I, I apologize for this uh, ugly mug, and you you having to see it, and not and, and not something much better looking like the handsome G money. But uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. I hope to see you next week. Uh, Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Comic Vacation Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please think about following, ranking, and reviewing us on whatever platform you're on. Thank you again for listening, and peace out.